Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of BB and Budgie's Thursday Night Ricky as we get ready for Rally South Canterbury this weekend. Uh, weather looks like it's going to be pretty good, BB. Um, slightly different route this year. Jacket, jacket. Pack a jacket, yeah. Scarf, digits. Just. No, it's at least, look, it, it could be worse. We've been pretty lucky over the last few years with uh, with the weather at, at South Canterbury and looks like, uh, according to the forecast at least, it's, it's going to be another good one this weekend. Absolutely, I, I can't wait. And hey, a little bit of cool weather certainly uh, spices things up. I, I know it's all good for the crews when they're in the car and they're nice, you know, three layers of fireproof gear. It's it's a little bit chilly on the side of the road live streaming, if I'm being honest. We did notice uh, one one disappointing thing, I guess, from uh, from our standpoint this year. Probably really good from a rally standpoint is that we don't go through fairly no um no fairly bakehouse for lunch, unfortunately. But the exciting thing is there is uh, quite a different look to this year's uh, this year's route. Uh, some new stages. We're going to visit Waimati. Uh, just tell us a little bit about the route, BB. What can we expect? Yeah, well, I'm glad that we finally convinced you last week to actually sign up. It took a fair bit of uh, <laughs> fair bit of arm twisting after you found out that Fairly Bakehouse wasn't on the on the route. But yeah, some of those stages south of Timaru that we haven't seen in the championship before, part of like the Waimati 50 hill climb, and some stages that have been used traditionally over the years. So I think you know new roads always um, just throw another another uh, curveball in the mix. It's new notes that people have to write or modify or, you know, whatever their their choice or, or preference is. Um, and it takes away a little bit of that familiarity. So I think it, it's it's always exciting to go new places and new stages and, and see who can do the business. But, um, yeah, this one's shaping up to be a cracker. What do we What do we know about these roads? Are they much the same as the traditional South Canterbury roads that – we've seen over the last three or four visits, or is that going to change the balance of power when we, you know, you look at which car, which which drivers are more suited to the, the open, fast stuff? No, I, I think still very much um, it'll be a rally that rewards the brave. Um, rewards the brave and the good engine builders, I think, will be the, the two that benefit out of this one. Uh, but, you know, there, there's always traps in there. And, yeah, you know, I, I think the big thing that we saw at South Canterbury last year is, to finish first, first you must finish. Yeah, absolutely. That was a war of attrition last year for sure. Uh, mate, talking to Hayden Patton on the show last week, he's expecting the gap between him and the chasing bunch to be slightly less this time round. And, and, you know, he's going to have some work to do. Uh, new co-driver as well with young Jared Hudson sitting alongside him. That's going to be exciting. But, you know, what do you make of that battle at the front? Who do you sort of see uh, pushing Hayden? And, and um, how close do you think they can get to him? Yeah, well, first of all, fantastic. Uh, to see Jared getting the opportunity to sit with Hayden. You know, I've known Jared for a, for a fair while now, and, and he's so committed to his sport, and, and it's a fantastic opportunity for him. So I really, really hope that that goes well. I, I have every confidence that it will. It, it's still hard to look past Hayden. I mean, his ability, especially in the fast stuff, is just just phenomenal. Uh, yeah, Ro- Robbie Stokes, I, I think, will be the, the closest um, chaser, but I don't think there'll be a lot in that, that whole chasing bunch, you know, Ben Hunt, Rana Horan with a new car. Um, so that'll be really interesting to see, A, how quick he's up to speed, and B, what a difference there is between the original Skoda, chassis number six, that rolled off the production line, that one, and and this one, which is uh, the latest model, same same car that Ben Hunt's running, albeit not quite brand new. Uh, just couldn't actually get a brand new one. Um, I think, you know, Josh Marston in there as well. I think, you know, the AP4's possibly a, a slight... Uh, yeah, very minor advantage, um, especially the six-speed ones. You know, just a little bit longer, longer legs, slightly um, 
more air with the with the restrictor and we talk about you know the r5s probably have a little bit more of an advantage when we get into some of the tighter twistier stuff at, at the likes of Whangarei and Hawke's Bay um and and Ari Pettigrew you know you throw him in there too it's um I mean how, how far do you want to go with the with the list you know <laughs> I, well let's I, let's, I, let's I, talk I, about the couple of new Here's the entry list. I reckon one of them's going to win. You're good, mate. This is where we pay you the big bucks. Uh, mate, a couple of new cars that we're going to see this weekend. You touched on Rana's one. Uh, but Andy Martin, too. First time we've seen a Volkswagen Polo in the championship. Yeah, the yeah. So we actually saw um, Andy and Shannon Chambers run a proto version with the Mitsubishi running gear. But this is the real deal, the um, the R5 Volkswagen Polo. And and they do think, uh, the, you know, all the experts seem to say that they are the best of the bunch. So that'll be really interesting to see. Uh, a lot of the technology that went into those cars came out of the failed, um, well, not failed, but the abandoned 2017 WRC car project, especially the damper technology. So, hey, I I don't doubt it's going to take Andy a little while to, to get up to speed in that car, but that should be an absolute weapon. And the photos we've seen, it, it's um, it's had a full birthday. It's pretty much a brand new car. So it's pretty exciting. And we very nearly saw the um, the Toyota Yaris of, of Hayden McKenzie here too, just uh, ran out of time, so um, you know there's there's new cars coming, um, and I think we might see you know that Yaris and maybe another one at, at Hawks Bay as well. Yeah, it's certainly exciting times as uh, we build our way through the championship. Some new new uh, competitors in action, a couple of returning competitors as well, and and some of the other classes outside of Cat One. Just tell us a little bit about that. Uh, yep, so Tim Mackesy joins joins the class. It's the first time we've seen Tim. That's what we call an R2T Fiesta, which is very similar to Jackson Clendon's Rally 4 Fiesta. Now, take notes at home here, people. This is how you'll keep up. Um, but it's the previous shape. So it's a very similar car to what David Holder ran when he ran in the Junior World Rally Championship uh, a few years ago. It was that 2019, I think? Uh, so great to have Tim on board. Um, we have Marcus Van Klink returning. Hey, Clinky. It, uh, it just turned into a tarmac racer, but great to have um, Clinky back on the gravel. Um, and, you know, that, that just adds to, to some of these two. I mean, the the uh, NZRC two-wheel drive, the little front-wheel drive Fiestas and, and the like, and, and Jordan Grant, uh, man, that, that battle's just been getting better and better and better um, as the season goes on. You know, we, we finally saw Dylan Thompson find his limit, and it's fair to say he's been doing a fair bit of work in his panel shop of late, um, but he'll be there. Um, and, you know, you get into Jordan Grant, Jackson Clendon, Bryn Jones, yeah, JP Vandermeer and Lucas Ramsey. They've been having a really, really good battle too. And that's also for that rookie title. So that that's all very, very interesting. Uh, open two-wheel drive. I mean, Dan Haynes made a real statement at, at Whangarei. Um, and I think he, he'll um, be wanting to to really fight back. He's probably got a little bit of... Um, of, of uh, Redemption on on the cards, I would say, and you know Dave Strong finally getting a class win, um, and Chris Alexander and Peter Farrell in there too. So you know every, everyone's got to be on their toes. Um, the historics, well, there's just the three of them again, but how close are those guys? All, all three of them, you know. I, I think uh, again, you talk about looking for redemption. John Silcock, he um, he led most of Fonger, eh? so. Um, yeah, but oh, he was in control. He was in control here last year too, and until a, a you know a, such a it, you know minor problem and and such a you know big consequence and and um you know a, a basically a rally win going going bigging. Yeah, absolutely. He he had that well as much as you can have a rally win sewing up, but um yeah we um, 
we can't wait to see that battle. I mean, that, that for me, was one of the highlights of, of um, Whangarei. Yeah, first of our, our one-day events too, mate, the Rally Challenge. Um, you know, obviously, that's been quite a, a battle. Jonty Brenzel coming back in um, for, for this round. No Dave Sievers, but we see Jeff Ward. So, again, you know, with the, the way we, we drop a, a round, um, yeah, that's that's going to be a, a fascinating battle as well and an opportunity for some of those guys to make up some some points. Absolutely. So the way that those, that point system works is they get to carry forward two of their first four rounds. Um, so we've seen Jeff once, Dave Sievers with two very, very good results. He's opted not to travel south. Um, you know, the likes of Paul Cross in there, who we didn't see um, at the first round. He, he was another one of the COVID uh, victims. Um, Sean Haggerty, who who had all sorts of issues. So he'll be looking to put some points on the board. Uh, but, you know, those eight sixes, I, I think there's a very, very good chance we might see one of them on the podium. Um, Dave Ollis is back as well. But, you know, Amy Keeley was very, very quick at Rally Canterbury just a couple of weeks ago. Um, Steve Cox, he'll be looking for a bit of redemption after a DNF at, at Whangarei. So that, and that's just the four-wheel drive battle. As you say, Jonty Brentzel's back in the two-wheel drives. Uh, but John O'Shapley found some really good pace in, in that little... Um, Vitz and, and Sam Burns getting quicker and quicker as well. I think he may struggle just a little bit with outright horsepower in, in Timaru, but um, man, it, it's it's a pretty exciting field. Well, it certainly is. Um, mate, obviously, uh, you know, it, we, we love coming to Timaru. It's a fantastic place to, to come and have a rally, and um, I understand there's a pretty special guest as the MC for prize giving as well, right? <laughs> I don't know about uh, MC. I think Jay McAndrew is a special guest. Um, It'll be very, very interesting to listen to. I don't know. The guy asking the questions might be a bit average, but yeah, a couple of huge talking points um, leading into this rally too, mate. You know, Todd Borden, um, very, very lucky just last weekend um, doing a bit of testing in a local rally sprint. The throttle jammed open and in fifth gear, he managed to, he chucked it down into fourth gear, speaking to Todd and, and then the, the throttle jammed open and he left the road at 140 k's an hour and, and rolled twice. Very, very lucky not to do a lot of damage. Uh, that crew worked all through Sunday night to have the car in the paint shop Monday morning. Uh, last we spoke to them, they were trying to trace the reason for the throttle jamming open because obviously, hey, South Canterbury is not a rally where you want to have that happen. Um, and so, yeah, I haven't actually seen them in town. I, I hope that we see them. Um, I know that the, the crew's been working hard to get that thing here, burning a lot of midnight oil. But what about uh, yesterday's news as well, Budgie, moving forward? SVG for Rally New Zealand. He will be part of the Brian Green Property Group New Zealand Rally Championship. How big is that going to be? Yeah, it's, it's massive. Um, you know, such a draw card. He's a household name in, across the board, transcends not just motorsport, but sport in general. Uh, I think we were all absolutely blown away. We all expected big things from him because we know how talented he is, but you know, the, the performance he put on at the City of Auckland event in back into 2020 and then Jack's Ridge against the best rally drivers in the country and, and arguably the best championship in the Southern Hemisphere. Um, you know, he he didn't just embarrass guys, but he, he turned up and, and showed them how to how to do it. Um, guys that have been competing at this point into this field for a long, long time and um, you know that's that's not a, a you know a criticism of them. It's a, how amazingly talented is is this guy. It's going to be worth the price of admission alone, and, and can't wait to see him behind the wheel of uh, uh, his wagon at at, um, at WRC New Zealand. Yeah, that's that's going to be a massive one, and, and a, yeah, just a huge um, kudos 
for that that event to get him there, and, and um, who knows where else he might pop up as the season progresses. It, it's just, I mean, this year just keeps getting better and better, doesn't it, Budgie? Yeah, it certainly is. It's one where, you know, we're, we're going to be counting down the days to, to WRC, which will also be the combination of our own uh, Brian Green Property Group New Zealand Rally Championship. Depending on how things play out, it could be a very, very wide open championship by the time we get to Rally NZ. But a little bit to play out, a little lot to play out this weekend. That's going to have a huge bearing on things. And yeah, don't forget to uh, to follow us on the Facebook page to get all the updates, the live stream, uh, and uh, all your coverage, your reaction from Timaru over the weekend. Look forward to doing it all with you over the next few days, PB. Can't wait, Budgie. It's going to be a cracker.